Welcome to The Blaze. This is episode 198. I am your host, Alejandro Oveda. I want to welcome you to another blazing week. And I got to tell you, man, what a great week it has been for me. I mean, you know, just really grinding out, staying with those positive vibes. Uh, but it's just been an awesome week. Just trying to, you know, just get better each and every week. That's been my focus throughout this whole month. Uh, we got a lot planned for this month. And, and you know, I'm just so excited that, you know, I'm, I'm just staying active as, you know, we're really getting started uh, before the new year, trying to get uh, thing, things going, get the ball rolling for uh, 2023. But, you know, we're, we're here at uh, 198. And I got to tell you, we haven't missed one Thursday. Uh, Thursday is like my favorite day of the week. I get to really just focus on the podcast. I get to really just come back, come and, and record and, and let you guys know that, you know, this podcast is here to stay. Um, and I just want to remind you guys just to share the podcast with a friend. Uh, share the podcast with a family member, maybe someone that uh, you know that hasn't listened to the podcast before. Make sure you let them know that you can find it on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcast, uh, Anchor Podcast, or just anywhere you get your podcasts. Uh, but this week has been a huge week as we finally locked in uh, a date for our next Blaze Talks, which will be uh, the number eight in that series. And I just want to remind you guys, go ahead, uh, go back, listen to all the Blaze Talks. I, I have seven of those um, right in, 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 the, in the podcast. And, in, and I think those, uh, those talks are amazing because uh, you get to hear from people around our community, people that are thriving, people that are up and coming. Um, we have a lot going on here in our community and I just want to let you guys know what, what's happening. And with, uh, with this new, uh, blaze talks, I'll be talking with, uh, one of my favorite, uh, food trucks here in the Valley, um, La Imperial Taqueria. And, you know, you, you can find them on Instagram or, or Facebook, but, uh, definitely one of my favorite, uh, taco trucks here in, in Fresno, one that I really want to bring uh, focus to and uh, allow you guys to see uh, what what they have uh, going on for them, their business, and also what they look forward to in the future here in, Calif in Fresno, California. But, you know, this is a great way just to support your local scene. This is a great way to go ahead and, and uh, go try their food. Um, I know, like I said, you can find them on Instagram. You can find their location on Instagram. Uh, but this is a great way to, to just um, really celebrate our our food culture here in uh, Fresno, which has been, I, I have to say, has been incredible throughout the last probably five years. We've been seeing some of the best uh, food trucks. And this is just a great way uh, to hear about your local eats, drinks, hangout spots, um, like I said, I've interviewed seven different guests and each episode I believe is worth listening to. Um, I have a lot of my favorites and a lot of my favorites aren't necessarily the, the best episode. You know what I'm saying? That, that had the most listens. Uh, but there are tons of them. I have, uh, music artists. I have, uh, chefs. I have, uh, I think my first one was with, uh, a brewer that was here, uh, in Fresno. And then I also have, 
uh, a basketball coach. That was my last one with, uh, so there's tons of, uh, episodes to listen to. I just want to remind you, keep supporting this podcast. Keep just pushing play each and every week. This content, you know, it goes a, a long way. Uh, especially when it comes from an independent podcast like this one, which we uh, present every Thursday. Just remind you guys again. Uh, but be also be on the lookout uh, for new content that will be dropped, you know, throughout our social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, um, Twitter. Uh, just just find us and, and just know that we are moving. We've been grinding uh, this week has been just one of those weeks, you know, like you just don't want to really do much. I, I say that a lot because, you know, on my days off, I just feel like I want to just hang out and chill. And it was it was like that that, that this weekend. Uh, but I definitely had to get off my butt. I, I stayed disciplined. I stayed with my workouts. Um, and this week I've been feeling so good, so motivated uh, want want to keep moving, want to keep doing things, and uh, that's why I really wanted to get this next Blaze Talks out of my system because I've been looking forward to it for a while, and now that we got the date locked up and, and, and we're locked in for uh, the pod, I, I'm just so excited to get them on to hear about what, what they have to talk about, and this is why I do this. This is why I do it each week. Just to give you guys new stuff to listen to, but also let you guys know what's going around here in, in Fresno because this is a big uh, place that I think is up and coming. We have a lot of things that are getting unnoticed, um, especially when it comes to what what's happening across California. I think we, we get missed a lot, but I feel like Fresno is one of those up and coming uh, areas that's bubbling. We're, we're getting bigger. We, we're starting to see a lot more developments here in, in Fresno, which is amazing. So I just want you guys to keep up with what we're doing here. Um, and I'm trying to keep up with what we're doing here because each and every day there's something new. There's something uh, great to talk about. So make sure you guys always stay alert with this podcast. Make sure you guys are staying with what's going on on the local scene. I know there's tons, tons of different eateries that have been opening up. There's been tons of different restaurants, uh, bars, uh, things that we should be looking forward to. So make sure you guys continue to, to listen to the blaze podcast every Thursday and make sure you guys share this podcast with someone new. So let's get this week's podcast started. And this week, I've been watching a lot of different things, but uh, I watched an old movie uh, this week. It's called Free Guy, and it's starring Ryan Reynolds. And this is an actually interesting movie. Uh, I didn't get to see it when it was released. It was released, I think, in 2021. Uh, but this is definitely a futuristic type of movie. It, it, it's when a bank teller discovers he's an actual background player in an open world video game. And then he decides uh, to really take it in his own hands uh, and become the hero of basically of his story. Um, this is where he rewrites basically the storyline uh, for himself. And in this world, you know, there's no limits. Um, whatever is determined is uh, basically determined. Uh, but once he changes uh, into the hero... He st you start seeing a different type of um, game, or I would say uh, open world video game, you know? Um, 
there's a lot of romance in there. Uh, but I, I think what 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 got me the most was just the, the thought of what it would be like or if we were like this video game in a simulation of some sort. And this was actually on, I think I saw it on, on Disney Plus. Um, and to me, Ryan Reynolds is a great, great actor. And I always like to watch his new stuff. And Free Guy was one of those ones where I definitely uh, needed to watch it. Uh, people gave me mixed, you know, reviews about it. Uh, but for me, it's just combining this, the 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 um, technology with the humor, and also just the cast that they have on this on this um, on this movie. Uh, but if you haven't seen it, I, I really suggest you guys check it out. It's good for the whole family. Um, it definitely has some corny moments, but I think for me. Uh, it has to be with 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 the way that they they the concept of the movie. Just basically, you know, you have to uh, take your own life, and you have to really work hard to you have to work hard to fulfill your dreams. You know, um, I don't think really in this movie, uh, guy, the, the 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 person who plays uh, the, the Ryan Reynolds that plays guy. I don't think he realizes in this movie that he was a, a, a video game character. So once they realize that they coded this AI to have this type of personality or um, I don't know what they would, they gave him some sort of conscience, you know? Um, and every day he grew, every day he felt different um, and he felt love, which you know, is a big part of this this uh, movie as well. And it just shows you that, you know, nothing is too late. Like, you can go get it if you want it. And uh, that's why I really wanted to really uh, talk about this movie because it really uh, gave me some motivation throughout the week to really uh, go ahead and, and, and take some chances, you know. Um, I think this is a great movie for all ages. Uh, I'm a huge Reynolds fan. And he really gives it everything in this one. Um, just the way that, you know, you could you could be just basic and then the next day you change, change, you change your whole attitude by taking one chance. Um, and and that, from that chance, you start realizing that you're starting to live by taking those chances. So this is a great movie that I think you guys should explore. I think you guys have a blast with it. And I think, you know, if they created a game like this, it would be crazy. So it's creative. It's fresh. I think it has a lot to offer. So make sure you guys check out Free Guy on Disney Plus or anywhere you guys are streaming your movies. I think I think it's also on Netflix. I'm not too sure. But definitely uh, check it out. Uh, Netf it says right here, uh, Disney Plus. Prime Video, and HBO Max. So let me know what you guys are watching this week. And this week I've been listening to a lot of different music. Uh, but this week I want to talk about one of the new releases. It I have not been able to listen to it lately. Uh, but now I got some time. Especially uh, when it comes towards the end of the year. You know, you want to get as much uh, albums as you can before the year is over. And this week... I was able to listen to Run The Jewels' latest album called Cuatro. And this album was released early November. And I finally had the chance to, to play this album. 
throughout this week. Um, and if you're not aware of who Run the Jewels is, it's a hip hop duo. Um, half the group is called LP, who is a Brooklyn-based rapper slash producer, and the other half is an Atlanta-based rapper named Killer Mike. But this duo really got together in 2013. And since then, they made a name for themselves through uh, live performances at festivals and also some of their music that has really been the sound for this generation. Um, but the music has resonated with me, and I, I feel like it has resonated with the, uh, many of my peers, you know, people that are my friends that listen to music uh, like Run the Jewels. And I've also uh, seen them live at concert, which to me, they're, they're amazing live. So this podcast loves hip hop music. And this is the rem, this is what I believe is what is that hip hop kind of vibe. It, it's definitely hip hop, but it, but it has so many different elements to this album. Um, it's definitely an onion you have to peel off and you have to really uh, listen to it to really understand it. Uh, but this album Cuatro is nothing like its old material. It's all collaborative with artists that are from the Latin American genre. And this album has such a great feel. Um, I could not help but bring this album to your attention. The whole album, uh, it just keeps interesting me to listening to it. I mean, I kept getting something new every time I listened to it. Um, but I'm not surprised Run The Jewels is collaborating with some of Latinx's most exciting artists right now. Um, because, you know, I, I feel like Latin music has always been an influence to um, uh, really American pop culture, you know. Um, and especially right now, I feel like Latinx music is really bending you know, as a genre and really changing what the genre is. Um, and I definitely get a, a, a different experience every time I listen to this. And I think you guys will get a, a really good experience as well. As I think, you know, this album really changed how collaboration uh, as a mix of Spanish and English languages are going to be used. And I think that's what really impressed me. Um, this album is 11 songs long and has some great production. Uh, my favorite songs off Run The Jewels Cuatro are Ooh La La featuring Santa Fe, uh, Santa Calame Fuck. <laughs> See, some of these words I don't know because it's in Spanish. Uh, featuring Eva, Yulia, and Nick Hooks. And the my favorite one is called Just. Featuring uh, Pharrell and Zach De, Lu De La Roche. Um, but the song that really got my attention, that really set it off the album, uh, was Unas Palabras para el Pelaton de Fusa Mi Miento. Uh, and this was produced by Lin Manuel Miranda. And if you don't know who Lin Manuel Miranda is, he's the guy that really uh, created Hamilton. He's um, a genius. I feel like a musical genius. Um, so this really, this album really passed 
my all my criteria. I was able to listen to it um, while I've been working out. It gave me so much motivation this week. Um, I was able to listen to it with you know my wife, which she really was interested in the in the Spanish um, part of, of the of the album. And then I was also uh, able to to really share it with my friends and also my Spanish speaking friends, which really uh, I, I think it really hit hit them uh, hit them on the head with it because the mix of both uh, cultures, you know, hip hop culture, and then you get that Latinx culture. I think it goes well together on this album. I think they packaged it well too with the production. So. Make sure you check out this Blazing album this week and let us know what albums you're listening to. Uh, make sure you guys, you know, you guys could message the podcast or you guys could also call into the podcast and let us know. But this week, I also want to talk about the Retail Theft Summit um, that has that is going to be hitting Fresno soon. Um, I just want to talk about it because of thievery that has hit California um, in department stores, in sports stores. Mom and Pops, uh, grocery stores, just about anywhere retail theft can happen, it has been happening. And this is a huge problem that has really inflated since the pandemic. Uh, this uprise of these retail crimes has got our council members' attention, and now uh, they'll be holding a retail theft summit at Fresno City Hall. Uh, but the laws against theft right now are so lenient here in California and because of things happening in our legislature, and now it's affecting our communities. Um, but the governor signed Assembly Bill 331, which now has been extended uh, throughout California uh, with their Highway Patrol's Organized Retail Crime Task Force. And then they'll also be providing our local law enforcement with millions of dollars in grants for the next, I think, I think they said three years, uh, but working retail, you know, I work retail. And I, I, I just feel, I do not feel safe anymore. Um, seeing random people come into the store, um, don't know exactly what's going to happen and seeing, you know, already there's been accounts of, uh, a shooting in Walmart. Um, there's been a shooting in other grocery stores. I mean, these things are happening at a, a at more of an occurrence now. So I just think, you know, um, as an employee, I, I just don't feel safe, um, especially while, you know, they're taking hundreds and hundreds of dollars of product. You know, it's not it's not only scary for the employee, but I just I just think it's scary for also the customer. But. I see it so much now and times are just getting tougher as prices, you know, are starting to get higher. Um, I think Newsom has been trying to deter uh, this crime by saturating shopping centers and also working with local uh, enforcement agencies to make these arrests and uh, for trying to recover some of the stolen merchandise. But according to Newsom, since the Organized Retail Crime Task Force was formed in California, the CHP has been involved in about 1,200 investigations. There has been 655 suspects, which they recovered 271,697 items uh, with an estimated cost around $26 million. 
you know, we've seen more of a police presence, especially right now when it, we're in the holidays. And also we've been seeing um, the police come at a, at a, uh, at a faster rate, uh, which, you know, in our accounts at where I work, we've seen uh, some of these thefts, uh, these thieves be apprehended. Uh, we've seen some also be kicked out. Um, but the, the one thing that, that I, I feel like is nothing uh, has been done really. Um, we'll, we're still seeing a lot of these local stores. Uh, and it's not only in local, it's across news stations showing these uh, uh, retail crimes across the, the country. You know, it's not only where we are, it's everywhere. So I just want you guys to know what's going on. Make sure you guys are staying safe. Make sure you guys know when, while you're shopping during this holiday, your surroundings. You know, I've been hearing so many different accounts of people being followed. Um, and it's just know your surroundings. Know that it isn't safe, you know. And if you can shop with somebody, uh, make sure you guys can do that. Um, and big purchases. I mean, you don't want to make big purchases right now in these shopping centers. Uh, and I, I, I can't really say, you know, shop on Amazon or whatnot, but it's just, you know, you got to know your surroundings. You got to know, uh, when to buy those big, big, uh, expensive gifts and, uh, don't be out there thinking, you know, uh, it can't happen to you because it definitely can. It could happen to me. It could happen to anybody. And I just want you guys to be safe during this holiday. So make sure you guys are staying alert. Make, your, make sure you guys are staying aware. And make sure you guys are knowing what's going around in your community. So make sure you guys tune in each week to the Blaze Podcast. Now let's talk about our Fresno State football team, who is nine and 9-4. Uh, the Dogs defeated Boise State last weekend, 28-16 in the Mountain West Championship game. I want to talk about Jake Hainer, who led the Dogs as he threw the ball, 17 for 27 with 184 yards and one touchdown. But it was really our running game that kept the Dogs ahead of the game as running back number seven, Jordan Mims, carried the ball 25 times for 83 yards and two touchdowns. But my biggest uh, pick of the game was uh, the special teams, which had a great day as number one, Nico Remigio uh, returned a punt for a TD, but the defense was able to get two interceptions, which helped the Dogs get this W. And now the Dogs <clears throat> are bowl-bound and will play Washington State in the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl LA game at uh, SoFi Stadium on December 17th. Washington State ended uh, the season in 7th in the Pac-12, but ended the season 7-5, which you know, let, let them be uh, bolt eligible. But this is going to be a good matchup for the Dogs as they lost to two of the Pac-12's top teams, OSU, uh, Oregon State, and also USC, uh, which USC ended up losing to Utah in the Pac-12 championship game. Uh, so I think the Dogs have a big chance to win this bowl game and prove really supremacy here in the West Coast. I believe the Dogs continue to be trashed on. They should have been a top 25 team, in my opinion, especially as Boise State coming uh, going into the uh, Mountain West Championship game. They were a top 25 team. 
Fresno State was on the edge right there. I believe that they got kind of pushed back a little, a uh, couple spots. Uh, but seeing that Fresno State is in this big game, I just want to make sure that the Red Wave continues to support them. So make sure you guys tune in each week while we talk more on the Fresno State football. Now let's talk about our Fresno State men's basketball team, who's three and five. Uh, and the Fresno State men's basketball team was on the winning end this week as they got two games in a row. The Dogs uh, defeated UC Irvine 80-66 to in a huge road win. Uh, they were led by number 11 Isaiah Moore, who scored 22 points and grabbed nine rebounds. Uh, but the Dogs then came to defeat Cal State of Northridge 56-65 uh, to in a huge team win. The Dogs were led by Isaiah Moore, who scored 9 points and grabbed 10 rebounds. Uh, but the Dogs will be on the road this week versus Pacific on Saturday. And now let's talk about our Fresno State women's basketball, who has a record of 4-5. and five. Um, The women's team was actually on the losing end this week. Uh, they lost a close game at Portland State, losing 16-61. to The Dogs were led by number 13, Amy Book, who scored 31 points and 4 rebounds. The Lady Dogs lost their second close game this week at Sacramento State, being defeated 61-62. to The Dogs were led by number 30, Yanina Todorova, who scored 18 points and 5 rebounds. This week, the Dogs will be back at home as they will be facing off against Northern Arizona today at 6 p.m. Then they will play UC Irvine on sad on Sunday, December 11th at 2 p.m. So make sure to tune in every week for more on your federal state basketball teams. Now let's talk about the NFL and some of the games last week were incredible. Uh, we'll start off with the Bills versus the Patriots, which the Bills beat the Patriots 24 to 10, and this was the AFC East matchup which the bills have been on a on a terror this this uh year they're now first in the afc east um and they're only one game ahead of the dolphins right now but the bills have been playing so far to me like they're gonna be in that afc championship so i hope to see the bills uh continue to to make some uh great progress and then we had the Packers versus the Bears which the Packers I mean I I'm surprised that the Packers have been playing so well the last couple of weeks they're now third in the NFC North uh, but if they continue to play well I mean they're right there uh, they could end up uh, finishing either second um, in that NFC North and still continue to uh, push it uh, for a playoff spot. Uh, but, the, but the play of Aaron Rodgers has been phenomenal. As uh, last week, he ended up throwing for only 182 yards and one touchdown. But what's been interesting is that he hasn't been turning the ball over. So uh, Aaron Rodgers has been playing very well. Uh, last week, we also had the Steelers versus the Falcons, which had our house uh, split up here in, in uh, Fresno, which the Steelers took took the edge of that game. I mean, I just feel like the Steelers ended up uh, just out-coaching us. Uh, coach Tomlin for the Steelers is an amazing coach, which towards the end, you know, it, it looked like it was an even matchup. But uh, once once the Steelers got that ball and started running the ball up the middle, I we just couldn't uh, – 
have an answer for uh, any of that. So the Steelers ended up getting the win in a big, I think, win for them as, you know, they continue to try to climb the standings in that um, AFC North. They're fourth in the AFC North, but that the standings there are pretty close. Uh, I mean, the Ravens are in first place at 8-4, and four, and the Steelers are last at 5-7, and seven, so there's a lot of games to be played for uh, the Steelers right now as they're looking uh, on the up and up. Uh, but now uh, we're talking about the Jets and the Vikings, which last week the Vikings just just got by the Jets. I mean, the Jets have been playing phenomenal. Uh, they, they're at 7-5, but the Vikings, you know, they, they just continue to do uh, what, what they do best as uh, Kurt... Cousins uh, threw the ball for 173 yards and one touchdown, but it was really the running game that uh, really took took uh, the Jets out of the game as uh, Dalvin Cook ended up getting 20 carries for only 86 yards but one touchdown. Um, and it's just the play of the all-around Vikings that have been impressing me. So it's going to be exciting to see uh, them continue to make some progress through uh, the season. And also this week we had the Jaguars versus the Lions, which the Lions uh, beat the Jaguars 40-14. to uh, The Lions haven't been playing the best ball that they, they've possibly been uh, doing, but they are second in the NFC uh, North. Uh, standings. So they, if they continue to play well, they also have a chance uh, to to be able to maybe make a playoff run. Uh, but then we also had the Titans versus the Eagles, which the Eagles continue to just pounce on their opponents. I mean, Jalen Hurts to me is probably the MVP of the season so far. Um, he threw the ball 29th out of 39 for 380 yards and three touchdowns. And not only is he doing it uh, with his arm, but he's doing it with his legs. Um, but to me, it's just the amount of receivers that he hit last week. He hit about 10 receivers last week, all with mo multiple catches. I think that's what's amazing about uh, the Eagles this year is they're able to get it done on the rushing. They're also being able to get it done on the passing um, and then also the Browns versus the Texans. Uh, this was a big game as, you know, we all know that um, Deshaun Watson uh, made his first start of, the, of his uh, career for the Browns uh, as he threw the ball uh, 12 out of 22 for 131 yards and one interception. Um, it was a big game really for uh, Nick Chubb, though, who had 17 carries for 80 yards. Uh, the Texans haven't been really uh, a good team this year. They they have no identity. I just I just don't feel like uh, the Texans are all there this year. Uh, but we had a, a tie this week uh, versus the Commanders and the Giants, which places a big burden on that NFC East as uh, this is a big matchup, especially right now as the Giants are third in, in the uh, NFC East standings. Um, there are two games... From, from the Cowboys, so this is going to make it interesting in that NFC East as, you know, this is a, really the most winning division in football right now, so it's going to be interesting to see how uh, this is going to work out and in, in whose favor, and then we had the Broncos versus Ravens, which the Ravens, man, it sucks to, just to, to say that Lamar Jackson uh, got hurt. Um, I'm not too sure what the what the um, 
status is of um, Lamar Jackson, but seeing that they lost him to the Broncos, I mean, this was a low-scoring game, and you can tell that um, the Ravens were definitely missing Lamar Jackson in this game. And I, I feel like the Ravens have been struggling with uh, basically keeping all their players healthy this year. Um, the next game we had was the Dolphins versus the 49ers, which the 49ers got another injury for their quarterback as Garoppolo now uh, is out for the season. Um, now, well, actually, they, they haven't really ruled him out yet, but uh, they had backup Brock Purdy, um, who is Mr. Irrelevant, um, come in, take take the rest of the snaps of the game. He ended up playing a, a pretty good game. He went 25 for 37 for 210 yards with two touchdowns and one interception. Uh, but the Niners were able to pull away from the from the Dolphins. And then in an NFC West showdown, we had the Seahawks versus the Rams, which the Seahawks beat the Rams 27 to 23. I mean, this is going to be an interesting division right here as the Seahawks are second in the NFC West. Um, but they're just right behind the Niners by one game. So it's going to be interesting to see what, if, what the uh, Niners are going to do in that quarterback position. Uh, but the, but the uh, Rams did pick up uh, QB Jake Mayfield, Mayfield from the um, Carolina Panthers this week. So it's going to be interesting to see how well he does with the Rams. And then we had the Raiders versus the Chargers, which the Raiders – Beat the Chargers twenty to twenty-seven, and just the play of Derek Carr, um, Josh Jacobs, and Devontae Adams—the three-headed monsters. I mean, they've been playing really well these past couple of weeks, especially um, knowing that the Raiders have been on—they're on a three-game winning streak right now. So the Raiders are on the up and up right now, and in that division, you know, they still have. A lot of games to be played, uh, but they but they they're still only four games out of first place, which the Chiefs are right now nine and three. Um, they're late third in the AFC West, right behind the Chargers, which the Chargers are six and six right now. So there's a lot of games to be played for that AFC West uh, division, and we'll see which teams uh, come ahead in the next couple of weeks. Um, and that leaves with the Chiefs and the Bengals, which the Chiefs lost to the Bengals 27-24 to in a big, big matchup between two of the best quarterbacks in the league, Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow. But Joe Burrow had an amazing game, throwing the ball 25 out of 31 for 286 yards and two touchdowns. But it was really running back Samaji Perrin, who... Ended up running the ball 21 carries for 106 yards. And if you run the ball in the NFL, I think you have the highest chance to win. So that is why the Bengals were able to beat the Chiefs last week. And then the Cowboys just devoured the Colts last week, 54-19. to I think the Cowboys are probably one of the best teams in the NFL right now. Uh, they've been playing at an all-time high. Um, and it's been that dual-back situation uh with um, Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard, which they've both been uh, rushing incredibly well. 
but it's been their defense that has been able to make the stops and also been able to keep them in the game. Uh, but the Cowboys just devoured the Colts. I feel bad for the Colts this season as Matt Ryan, of course, hasn't been playing his best, but still, you know, been able to compete in some of his matchups. But this week uh, with, with the uh, Monday night game, they had the Saints versus the Bucks, which the Bucks got a, a really a big win this week as their record is six and six, and they hold that first spot in the NFC South. Um, but it's just been really Tom Brady, who's really been putting the the team on his back. He ended up throwing the ball thirty six out of fifty four for two hundred eighty one yards, two touchdowns, and one interception. I mean, this is the NFC South is getting exciting, and it's going to come down to the wire, I think, to see which team really makes it out of that NFC South. So uh, make sure you guys are staying active as, uh, you know, the NFL is getting so interesting right now. And, the, the you know, the top five teams right now are the Chiefs landing at number five. Um, they ended up coming down a few spots after losing to the Bengals last week. But knowing, you know, they still have a big chance to make it uh, through these the next few weeks until uh, the playoff time, I think it's going to be uh, right there for the Chiefs to really nab that top um, seed and get a bye. Um, so I wonder when, when it, what's going to happen when it comes to Cincinnati, uh, but, but that's still to be shown. Uh, but at number four, we got the Buffalo Bills. Um, the Bills now have been uh, without Von Miller as he is now injured and has been shut down um, after, you know, the win last week versus the Patriots. Uh, but it's been really the the play, like I said, of, of the Bills getting the best of this, you know, AFC East. I mean, Dolphins, you got the uh, Patriots, there, there's there's some big games still left to be played uh, for the Buffalo Bills, uh, but I feel like the Buffalo Bills will still be creeping up there in the top um, of the NFL. And then right now we got at number three, the Cincinnati Bengals, which they probably had the highest lift in the power rankings this week after beating the Chiefs. I mean, Burrow has just been playing phenomenally well. Um, but they currently sit in that second in the AFC North. So seeing that the Ravens are without Lamar Jackson and they they lost um, last week to the Broncos or, or almost lost to the Broncos, I feel like the Bengals are on the up and up and maybe that legitimate Super Bowl contender right now. Um, they're playing phenomenally well with uh, the running game, with the passing game, and also uh, their Offensive line, which has been really the the key factor to their uh, dominance. But at number two, we got the Dallas Cowboys, who jumped up a couple spots this week. Um, they've just been tearing it up. I mean, their their defense has just been able to to really uh, hold teams to uh, some of their lowest scoring games. Uh, but even though the Eagles still remain number one in that uh, NFC East, I think that the Cowboys still may have a race uh, to get that top spot in that division. So we'll see if uh, Dallas keeps uh, playing at an all-time high. I think that that might be a challenge for uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, who are number one this week, who continue to really prove themselves to be top tier in the NFL. Um, I just think... You know, is it going to be able to hold throughout the rest of the season and uh, into the playoffs? 
where it's unknown right now, but just seeing how Jalen Hurts has been playing, I think he's definitely the MVP of the league so far. So uh, this is the power rankings this week. We got Kansas City at five, Buffalo at four, Cincinnati at three, Cowboys at two, and then the Philadelphia Eagles at one. So this is a big week uh, now that we're coming into uh, week 14. And now let's talk week 14 matchups. We'll start today as the Raiders will face off against the Rams. And then on Sunday, Vikings versus the Lions, Ravens versus the Steelers in a big game for the Ravens and the AFC North. Browns versus Bengals, Jets versus Bills, Texans versus Cowboys, Eagles versus Giants, Jaguars versus Titans, Chiefs versus Broncos, Panthers versus Seahawks, Buccaneers versus 49ers, Dolphins versus Chargers, and Patriots versus Cardinals. And in my opinion, the game of the week will have to go against the Jets and the Bills, which is going to be the AMC East, which to me, it could, it could depend on um, how well the Jets uh, play. They could end up being uh, second in that division. Uh, the Bills need, need a, a big win against the Jets to really show their supreme in their division. So it's going to be a, a big one for both teams. But make sure you guys tune into the Blaze Podcast for more on the NFL. Now let's talk about the NBA. And first off, let's start with the Lakers, which we've been showing some great basketball as they defeated the Bucks 133-129 in a huge game by Anthony Davis which has been playing at an MVP level. The Lakers beat the Wizards 130-119 to in an all-around team game, which has shown some of the Lakers' potential. Uh, but the Lakers were defeated by the Cavs 102-116 to uh, without AD and without uh, LeBron James uh, versus the Raptors uh, yesterday. Uh, I know that AD has been feeling ill, and then LeBron also has had been having some ankle problems. Uh, but this week, um, I see that the Lakers will be playing some big games. They'll be playing the 76ers tomorrow, Pistons on Sunday, and then the Celtics on Tuesday. So there is um, some big uh, games this week for the Lakers. And then now for the Warriors, I mean, they haven't been playing all too well. I know they uh, right now they have a record of 13-13. and 13. They remain, you know, top... 10 in the in the Western Conference um but yesterday the the uh the the Warriors were stunned uh after you know they held a 4 point lead over the Utah with 13.3 seconds left in the game um they clawed their way back after trailing by 12 in the third quarter and did so without Steph Curry or Draymond Green and Andrew Wiggins uh but that that 13 seconds left the Warriors scratching their heads following a 124-123 loss to the Utah Jazz. You know, it was it was astonishing to see that they lost in that fashion. And to see uh, that happen, you know, see them making those mistakes down the stretch, you got to really be shaking your head and wondering uh, what type of team is this Warriors team. I think it's just, you know, Utah Jazz, they've been playing very well. Um, they have a great record this season so far, uh, as they re they're now uh, sixth in the uh, Western Conference. Uh, but the Warriors, you know, I I'm not too sure exactly what their uh, plans are this year. If they're still uh, eyeing that championship, or if they're barely trying to scrape by in the Western uh, in the Western Conference. Uh, but the Clippers right now are 
ninth in the Western Conference. And, you know, they've been playing extremely well, um, especially with Paul George right now. Um, Paul George is just one of my favorite players to watch in the league. He has been ever since he's been with the with the Pacers. Uh, but but they've been on the two game winning streak, um, which they the last loss they had was against the Kings, and that was uh, on Saturday, uh, which the Kings to me has been that team that I've been eyeing this whole uh, season so far. They're fifth in the Western Conference. I mean, for the West Coast teams, for the California teams, the the Kings are the best team in the league. I I, I just. Or, or the best team in, in California. I, I just couldn't believe that. If you would have told me that in the beginning of the season, I would have told you you're a dang liar. But the Kings have been really doing it um, as they their record is at 13-10 and 10 right now. Um, I know they just lost to the Bucks yesterday, but they've been getting some key wins. And seeing that they've been playing uh, especially well under Mike Brown, seeing that uh, his system is working really well, uh, I just hope that... Um, they continue to have that success. They, you know, they've been that team that hasn't been in the playoffs for I think the longest of any other franchise in NBA history. So I just hope that they make a push. I think, I just hope all the California teams make a push uh, to make it into the playoffs. It's gonna be a a, lar- a a long mark for all of them to hit, but definitely if we can get you know the lakers into the into the playoffs i'll be satisfied but those are just it for the california teams this week i just want to remind you uh to tune into the podcast every week uh you know this, this podcast is growing day by day week by week and it's on you guys to really help support what we got going on here in the local scene. And I want to remind you guys, you know, this is not only my podcast, this is our podcast. So make sure you guys are calling in, make sure you guys are tuning in and make sure you guys are just sharing the podcast. Uh, During this holiday season, make sure you guys are supporting all your local businesses. Make sure you're supporting all your local artists and make sure you're supporting all your local podcasts. I'm Alejandro Veda signing off episode 198.